0: I'm thankful for new comics and for you.
1: I'm thankful for you and for our podcast community.
0: Oh, wow. You you got a better answer than I did. I'm <laughs> well, thankful. I'm thankful. Take it again. I'm thankful for you <laughs> and our podcast community and new comics.
1: Okay. Well, I'm, I'm still <laughs> thankful for you and our podcast community and comics and...
0: That's my answer, you stole it
1: Cosplay, no you're not going to edit out the first one If you do, I will riot Yeah, I don't know, it's Thanksgiving And we're recording an episode And it feels like a really cool moment to appreciate And be thankful for a little over a year of podcasting And a super dope community Welcome to the Ex-Wife Podcast I'm Alicia
0: And I'm Justin, (laughs) whoop-dee-doo
1: That joke is only funny if you heard the version of our intro, which we did not include in today's show.
0: It's funny to me. I don't care if anybody else laughs. It's funny to me, and that's why I do it.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, well, anyway, we're talking about new comics today. We got two new comics.
0: Two new comics, but, I mean, there was a challenge on one of them, right? So we, we have yeah, Wolverine.
1: for everyone, I think.
0: We have Wolverine 18, but the comic in question, X-Men 5... A lot of shops didn't get it. Our shop did not get it.
1: Our shop did not get it. I and, saw that a lot of people didn't get it. Yeah,
0: no, that was a, a common occurrence. So know that if you didn't get it and you don't want spoilers, I mean, we'll talk about Wolverine first after some news.
1: Because we got to have the news.
0: But you can come back after you get it next week, hopefully. Uh, I don't like to wait and was going to drive uh half hour, or 40 minutes to another shop, but decided to just buy it online instead.
1: Yeah, so I read a digital comic, and I prefer the paper ones.
0: Yeah, I know you do. I do, too. I prefer collecting the paper ones. I would rather have the boxes and stacks behind you. But I do like having the accessibility of digital comics, and, and Marvel Unlimited especially, which...
1: Yes, Marvel Unlimited is fantastic. It is. Fantastic. So it's Wolverine number 18, And X-Men number five. X-Men number five. X-Men number
0: five. And we got a tease for something to come this week. Oh, a tease. Destiny of X. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a big moment for me because I was the
1: first person of the two of us to see that on the internet.
0: Yes, true. And I
1: generally, when I see things like that, I look at Justin and I go, oh, what was this? Because he usually knows. And then he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I looked and it was like 17 minutes ago. I was supposed
0: to be working. I, I, mean, you, I, <laughs> I mean, I was working.
1: I mean, I was working. I was, I was working. I was working and I wasn't looking at... But I was, I was, I was working from home on
0: Tuesday and then I was like, yeah, we should totally share that. Let's get
1: that out to the peeps.
0: And it's interesting. So there is no, quote unquote, the future. There is no destiny. Irene Adler. Destiny of X, spring 2022.
1: Which is a very interesting statement of like... Yeah, I can tell you what I see, but it's ever changing.
0: Right. And she's always said that. Right. You know, that's I mean, always been sense. a part of I can see all these possibilities, but it really depends on what happens that what could change people make. things. Yeah.
1: It's like based on the choices you've made right now, this is where the future is.
0: And what I would like to know, especially as we're living in this world of uncertainty with when certain issues will come out, spring 2022. All right. So maybe March, maybe April, right? May. Right. When will we start to get the solicits? Because if it's in December or early January before Inferno number four, I feel like that's a big problem. I feel like that's a spoiler. There
1: is no future, Justin.
0: There is no destiny. There
1: is no destiny. I just need to know. You shall never know.
0: You shall not pass.
1: Sorry. I don't know. I mean, I think they would be mindful and strategic of if they do start showing stuff before Inferno number four or before we get more Inferno, they're not going to spoil inferno
0: i don't know it was the day of I x factor number 10 it. when that cover was revealed before i had even gone to the comic shop luckily i had been spoiled the day before we're still this is months ago
1: oh is that what it yeah was, it was that, the
0: house of uh, it was the trial of magneto mark brooks cover that was yes revealed that afternoon
1: that's what it was with
0: scarlet witch dead, dead. in magneto's arms
1: i can't I don't want to relive it. I will have words with someone at Marvel about that. Hey,
0: so I got some... (laughs) Other news? Other news, just a couple other random things. All right. I was scrolling Instagram the other day, Mm -hmm. and this set of 14 VHS tapes popped up for oh X Men: The God. Animated Series Yo, from Cyborg One on Instagram. You and
1: need to see these.
0: I jumped at it because i had been
1: amazing.
0: I had been all right. So a little bit of backstory: I had been looking for some VHS tapes of the original show when Hasbro announced the VHS boxes. So I was like, okay, that could be a cool thing. I had never mm-hmm. had the VHS tapes back as a kid. I just watched them and then we recorded them. So to have.
1: Wait, but how did you record them? Like stick a tape in the VCR yes. and record them? So I had like bootleg tapes. Yes. <laughs> Got to be ready, right but right. never
0: the official with the art, like the art on the back, the, the art on the front
1: are so incredible. That's the
0: coolest part. And so I saw this on Cyborg One Inc on Instagram, and I jumped impulse buy. Literally, it had been up for ten minutes, and I commented on it and I was like, "Impulse buy for the win!" And he was like, "Was that you?" That was, I, I literally just posted that.
1: That's You got to love it when you see something and you are like, please let me be the first one. Please yeah. let me be the first one. And it's just the fact that you it, are... it had
0: been on my mind. So it's the entire first season plus the first two episodes of season two.
1: And are you going to be sharing a photo of this on our social media?
0: I believe so, yes, as I uh, post this issue. Because I, I uh, this episode, I usually don't like to post... Stuff from the actual issues up until like Saturday give yeah. people a chance. Well, to read. I'm
1: just I want people to be able to see them. Yeah, yeah. In their glory,
0: they are. They were opened previously. They're currently wrapped in plastic. It's funny. We're debating
1: I was, whether or not they come out of the plastic.
0: Yeah, because it's cool. Because the first two tapes are individually wrapped, and then the rest are just group wrapped in plastic. And it's funny. I was playing disc golf with my friend Andy the other day, and he. I I told him about it. And he was like, do you even have a VCR? No. No. (laughs) This isn't... I didn't buy these to watch them.
1: Well, I said that too. I was like, we don't even have a VCR anymore. These
0: are display purposes only. These are...
1: And honestly, if we did have a VCR, I'm pretty sure the VCR that we had, I wanted... I remember one day I put a tape in it. I think it was grease. I put my grease tape in it and it ate it. And I was like, no. So we don't want... We don't want to damage these.
0: The last time I used a VCR, it ate my copy of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh,
1: no, no. And I was so
0: upset. I I was fuming angry. <laughs>
1: How dare
0: you? How dare Pass you? Past
1: the point of being able to stick my finger in that hole and wind it back
0: up. No, no, it, it like... Destroyed it. S- destroyed the VCR, too. Oh, my goodness. It, it just it ruined everything. Thank oh. God for technology. Thank Thank God. Hey, I'm on a... We are, too, but... I'm on multiple medias on a Hawkeye binge over oh, the last yeah, couple you of days. Are. You are. So, right, it was Hawkeye Day. It was the Hawkeye other day, day. The other day. When the new series came out, no spoilers, but it is fun. Ooh, it's dolly. good. It's I really enjoy good. it. Yeah. It's really good. I started reading the Hawkeye series that it pulls a lot from. I'm on issue 10 or 11 right now, just kind of binging through. And we started the uh wastelanders
1: hawkeye podcast today on
0: the way back and forth from thanksgiving dinner so just get your hawkeye fix it's, it's almost good. too much you know like the, each each one is good i'm not saying but it's almost like i've never been that, that big a hawkeye, hawkeye fan but hey i'm getting it from every different angle
1: i very much enjoy the show and the podcast more than i liked the star lord one
0: yeah and maybe you'll read the comics or maybe we'll do a patreon episode
1: be don't be promising things like that to the patreon people
0: that's without all I got. my consent that's all i got that's
1: all you got i don't have any news do i oh i got a new captain carter shield that's true yeah that was also a i saw this on social media and said oh my god please let me be the first person to get this i got it from mr abs fitness levi james on instagram who also has more of a cosplay costume making account also that's called masked dad workshop i think it's masked dad yeah masked dad workshop
0: we actually saw him at new york comic-con he was beta ray bill yeah and the thing
1: yeah. He's awesome. And he posted like selling this Captain Carter shield. And I was like, me. So I I did some new, a new reel, a new cosplay photo shoot. And forever ago with like all the shipping delays in the country, I ordered this sweatshirt, this Carter sweatshirt from an Etsy store called Sadie's Gem. And today when we got home from Thanksgiving, it was finally here. And uh, Rita at Sadie's Gem shout out to Rita has been so amazing during all of my saying my package still isn't here and like connecting with me and staying tuned on when I would get it. So it's here. I love it. That'll go up on my social media soon, but that's not X-Men
0: related.
1: So that's enough of that.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's talk about Wolverine number 18. Wolverine number 18. That cover. Ooh, Adam Kuber. I love your covers. Yeah. It's a good cover. It's got a lot uh, of bullet holes in it. The missing piece from his leg. Yeah, that's. Oh, crazy. it's so cool. <laughs> this was a deadly mission.
1: Listen, don't. <laughs> let's not bring up poke, past poke, wounds, okay? Poke, poke. I don't need to go there.
0: I mean, I honestly, I'll say it later on. This felt like an X Force issue. <laughs> is,
1: uh, there's some. There's, there's a fine line between X Force and Wolverine. And sometimes it blurs. And. and even when I was reading this, I said to you, didn't I just read a Wolverine comic? And you were like, well, that's because you read X-Force. But also, yes, kind of recently. Yeah, I
0: felt like they've both been coming out pretty frequently. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's get into it. Shall we? Page turn noise.
0: Maverick's still wearing that leather jacket with the frillies.
1: It's called fringe, Justin. I know.
0: I looked it up. <laughs> I, looked it up. I just like saying Frillies.
1: Oh my goodness, I'm I wasn't expecting this to be the follow up. I was thinking like Maverick was gonna do something bad when we got in that because this is where we left off. The last issue was just him showing up.
0: Right. I mean, he does. Well, he does in a but, couple pages. But,
1: but Jeff walks away. Right. From, I wasn't him thinking they were going to be walking. He would be walking away from this. Venue
0: leads machine. him to the room that he needs to then corner him in. I do like this line of dialogue this from his dad never pass up a chance to make bank mm-hmm. really has different meaning to a mercenary with no allegiance never yeah. pass up the opportunity to make a, a, a score Just kill or to, someone for money whenever right, you right. can get money no friends no allegiances
1: no parents no rules <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness and we're right in it with the title page friends like these
0: Auction of Secrets, written by Benjamin Percy, art by Paco Diaz, color art by Java Tartaglia and and Dijo Lima, letters by Corey Pettit. VCs Corey Pettit.
1: Anyway, I got really excited when I read the title of this issue, Auction of Secrets, because it made me think that it was going to, which it was, tied to that. The auction specifically, I know that's where Maverick came into play. Mm-hmm. But just to loop it back to that one specific event, I was like, "Ooh, we're gonna find out more about that." Which,
0: yeah, I thought that was a really cool interconnected continuity pull to really be playing with the different threats. It didn't. It this two issue arc feels even more connected to the run of Wolverine than any other mm-hmm. just random two issue story that, that it could have.
1: Yes. All right, we're digging back in.
0: Motel mayhem.
1: I mean, you have to understand the way that because so, okay, so Jeff's coming in hot. He sees the door open, but like Wolverine is just chilling there. Like, why'd you leave the door ajar, Wolverine?
0: Because he's friends. He's hanging
1: out. That's a very ominous. Just go inside and close the door. Right. And then he'll come back inside and think everything's peaches.
0: Right. But well, he doesn't. And even still, even. When he comes in the door, things are not peaches.
1: Well, they are for a hot second, but then not so much.
0: Yeah, this whole thing felt like an action movie in a really great way. Yeah, on the run in a motel, sneaking out the back, Wolverine diving on this grenade is visually Epic. really cool. Both the explosion shot here and on the other page, the aftermath.
1: He's just—he actually didn't get quite as um
0: destroyed destroyed by as it. I thought. He, he was healed going real to. quick.
1: Yeah, that was a speedy recovery.
0: And his anger for realizing the betrayal just cuts so deep. The taste of betrayal. Yeah. You're betraying your own kind? There's only one Maverick.
1: That little smirk on his face. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) gosh. there's only one Maverick.
0: I love how unsure Bannister is of his CIA abilities as Uh, he steals this truck. Yeah, Uh, this
1: is a CIA business. This is some
0: government stuff. I'm just going to bonk you on the head and be out. Sorry, and continuing with the action movie tropes, we're on a high-speed car chase or, or truck chase of some kind.
1: And Wolverine's not getting inside.
0: No. And you got a giant helicopter with a machine gun.
1: Here's my question. How did Maverick get up in that helicopter so quickly? It
0: was out in the parking lot. <laughs> they don't tell you how long they've been driving. Right? They're They're driving five miles. And then over the last couple, over the next three pages, so they could have been driving a mile or two. This is mm. a high-speed helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Black Ops mercenary helicopter. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I suspend
0: disbelief. It's so cool, the big action payoff from last month's setup, that last month's setup even had some action in it. Yeah.
1: I loved that issue.
0: Yeah. These visuals are really dynamic and and beautiful for this fight scene, I think.
1: Yeah, the art is amazing, as always.
0: And bringing in the X-Force team with Sage on the comms, i'm always here wolverine sage
1: are you there i'm always here yeah okay sage but sometimes maybe
0: don't be listening i mean that's when when i'm hanging out with random blonde lady at the (laughs) beach were you there were you there because you should have been because
1: you should have said don't do it dude. stop
0: giving away a map to krakoa to this random woman
1: but that was x-force
0: and this is wolverine it's a blur her control over the gates is crazy and yes. just her ever presence as the tech assist, I love it. Yeah. I, I just think that the couple of roles that have really cemented with Sage as the tech eyes, Forge as the building any kind of weapon that you need, yeah. Beast as the head of the CIA that Beast you hate but you love to sh- hate him go
1: away when you're not really here,
0: and Wolverine as the murder killer with I've Domino been and sometimes Domino, though. I feel like... she was in this last issue.
1: Yeah, but her just Maverick kind of and Wolverine. As like chilling at the bar. Yeah,
0: hey, but this is a Wolverine story. This isn't. A, this isn't an X Force story. Whatever. She's second second they, place. On ah, this.
1: they blur. <laughs> anyway, the, it is super dope the way she just shuts the gate. Right, closes and off the gate. That dynamic too between the two of them with the buildup of the scene does play into what you are saying. It feels very action movie. Like, right. Like do it now. Right.
0: And then just the crash of the helicopter as this. Tra- the beauty of Krakoa even with. Tire tracks cutting into the lawn. Yes. We've seen these mutant children before. I think it was an X Force issue. I was going to double check, but I didn't. I'm pretty sure it was the X Force issue with with Man thing. Oh yeah. And they were on the beach. They're playing on the beach, yeah. yeah.
1: Which this is interesting to me. Okay, so this whole twist of the device actually being Krakoan and not being Terra Verdean. like I definitely thought it was yeah, Krakoan-esque it. and yeah. going to be from terraverde and it is not. No, And I think it's interesting for someone like Maverick who is so anti being a part of Krakoa the way they later on in this issue talk
0: about how frequently
1: he's stealing the devices it's a little bit once like once a week yeah he's there all the time
0: just just to drop it off and pick it up pop and in it and up steal sing a couple songs forge. make the ladies swoon with my fringe oh man i mean wolverine has a point forge the fact that your tech keeps getting stolen is not a good look for you and your high intelligence make a security system or a, a remote detonation device
1: Side note: Have we seen this before? This big suit. Oh yeah, I thought he so. was in
0: that early on in the first.
1: Yeah, I thought real so.
0: arc. That was that's how Forge goes to fight. Hmm? So Forge shows up. at The party is Forge. So to your point about having created this tech device, mm-hmm. is he spying on Krakoa as a nation? Why would he create this? Is this security prevention? I feel
1: like did he say something about it? Yeah,
0: I don't know. It just feels like I mean, a very important piece of technology to not only build and then lose.
1: Well, first of all, you have a bunch of them that you don't have accounted for. Like well, that, once you start
0: that in and of itself, missing
1: is, some, you should you should notice. You should have your inventory. Someone should be
0: checking up on that stuff if you're making all these. Like he needs an intern.
1: What, get forge an intern
0: and not tempo. I know tempo was in the lab previously.
1: Tempo's got to be on the marauders. Okay. Yeah, but. It is interesting. I feel like it's made for it's made for X Force to use. That's what its original intent was for them to be able to place it and take surveillance of other people. Um, so not in Krakoa? No, I don't oh. think it. I don't think it was built to be used in Krakoa. I think it was built for Krakoans to use hmm. as like. Hey, I'm Forge, and I just sit down here all day and like make Think things up that we could crazy things, need. and for some reason, this darn thing keeps going missing. So I keep making more of them.
0: Yeah, on this data page. I like seeing this breakdown and detail of the problem incorporating Sage into the next steps of solving for Maverick on Krakoa. It really feels like the team dynamic mm-hmm. that I also, enjoy. you
1: know, do a hundred burpees and a hundred squats before Gotta stay fit. coffee every morning.
0: Gotta stay fit.
1: If anyone ever asks me a hundred squats, I will do in a heartbeat. A hundred burpees, no thank
0: you. I got like twenty in me I'm out. Twenty? Yeah. I like burpees. Okay. I like to jump.
1: And do push-ups? Yeah, sure. And cardio?
0: I know what burpees are. I
1: don't like burpees. <laughs> I hate them. Whenever I'm in a class, and they, like, Leah will be like, okay, we're ending the class with burpees. I'm like, why?
0: I do like this point on the last page in Forge's lab, Maverick's loyalty. So Wolverine's he really- he got no loyalty. Re- yeah, it's just to himself. But Wolverine still has this respect for him, right? He's not an enemy. He's just not a friend.
1: He also describes it as losing his ability to form those kind of connections as a child. Mm -hmm. So this is like part of his personality in that he doesn't understand that social contract between people. He only understands his own needs and his own desires. Yeah. Take care of him.
0: Wolverine and Maverick go way back. Mm Mm-hmm team x
1: and now we're at the diner
0: dolores at the diner i'm glad that we see this interaction and get another layer or two in the mystery
1: it's very interesting that dolores is so blindsided by this involvement of his daughter and she seems to be like Well, the classic, I was just doing my job, like monitoring them. I work at the X desk. This is my job, but I would never put you or your daughter in harm's way. Like, what are you talking about?
0: Right. Yeah, and just her feelings towards what she's doing and how she sees this as Banner's responsibility to do, that he should be stepping up and turning over this device to her, Mm -hmm. that that is protecting their country in retaliation to the mutants.
1: It's just so interesting because for me, it changed my perspective of her. She's been built up essentially, to be the big bad, right? She's always the one we see. She's at all these events, but she realistically, the strings. she's not privy to everything that's going on.
0: No, and especially... So much so
1: that she is shot.
0: She's shot. Do you think she dies? Um, They didn't I see her know. die. That's not... I mean, that's, that's around where her heart is, but...
1: Right, it looks a little more arm than chest. Yeah. I don't know. I don't don't think she she dies. I was really excited about this moment, though, because we had talked about it when I first read the comic. I think it might be in our 55 comic Patreon, like me binging episode, where I was like, ooh, who's that guy? And you thought that the sniper was going to end up being Maverick.
0: Oh, yeah. So that's that sniper from before? Yeah. Interesting.
1: But it's not Maverick.
0: I don't think I thought that that was Maverick. You did. I I'm going to have to
1: check I'm gonna the I'm going to go back and play the tape for you. You right. did. You were like, I, th- I think it's Ma- Maverick. Who else could it be? Because it was under, it was on the time when you were saying, oh, he's been brainwashed or he's working for them now. So hmm. we thought, I thought it was him as well.
0: I think you did. No, Justin. <laughs> I love how <laughs> you did. I love how Wolverine's like, "Hey, I can make it from the counter to the window, but I can't go to the door." Yeah. Cuz I got to have this cool action sequence as I'm busting through.
1: Got to go. Got to climb up this squat wall. Squat
0: chase after him. I do love Wolverine climbing the walls with his claws. This was one of my favorite details of X-Men 2 Clone Wars, which was a game I used to play on Sega Genesis, was (laughs) the fact that Wolverine and Nightcrawler, and I think maybe Beast, could climb walls. And they could do it like they even had the visual detail of him sticking his claws into the walls and climbing that. That's super
1: cool. That's super cool. Yeah, so Maverick's coming in though.
0: He's so ruthless. He's here on a earlier. mission.
1: He is here on a mission. And so is this cowboy.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, you get a little rooftop chase. You get some some cool kill lines without the kill. Hey, yeah, you're lucky quarter.
1: Oof, that's rough.
0: But then oh, this this finger chop on the other side.
1: Well, you know, he's not here to kill you. He's just here to get the
0: Yeah, he's got rules. I gotta get my device. He's a mercenary, but he's not heartless
1: oh my God, when Wolverine cuts this guy's fingers off. First of all, I just really want to bring out this Legacy House Mm -hmm. because it's coming back today. Yes, it is. And that made me excited because I was like, ooh, a connection between issues.
0: Right. And so Legacy House was also where they were at the auction as well. Where the auction was, yes. And it seems that they are being built up as another player in the game for wanting... Dirt on the mutants, wanting to take down the mutants,
1: wanting the mutants for their collection. Yeah. And but anyway, Wolverine's like, yeah, just uh, go tell them for me while I take your fingers, and another data page.
0: Yeah. <laughs> A very
1: strange data what, page. What is
0: this data page? It's ridiculous, I, but also, why is Juggernaut on Krakoa? Because I
1: think this is like one of those. Drunken bar conversations that is picked up on this device.
0: Exactly, but Juggernaut, to my knowledge, is not regularly on Krakoa because he's not a mutant. And in the Juggernaut miniseries, Professor X told him, "Don't come to Krakoa." Oh. And I know Black Tom and Juggernaut; they're good friends. They hang out. I'm pretty sure this is being recorded on in the Green Lagoon.
1: Yeah, I think this is like part of all the hours of yeah information it's that just they're a, going. I don't know. Just a little <laughs> chuckle moment for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's not the first chuckle moment about Black Tom and Juggernaut's relationship that has been in, I don't, I couldn't tell you which issue it was in. I'm pretty sure it was an X-Force issue, but it was Black Tom falling asleep at the tree where he, he was dreaming about Juggernaut tickling him with his sausage fingers.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, they're a couple, right? Are we just, are, Maybe, we just yeah. that? are we saying that?
1: They could be. Okay, so I didn't really look at these this image too closely the first time, but now I'm looking at this image. Okay, so this is we're in the house of the the legacy what are they called? Legacy house. Yeah, oh we're in the legacy house house. And you can see their collection. Okay, this is a gambit card. What is this? Whose belt or
0: no, I'm not sure. That's Maybe an X-Men. Actually looks kind of like a Deadpool X-Force belt.
1: Mm. And then we've got Cyclops glasses over here. Potentially, yeah. This is definitely a vulture outfit, right? Yep. That's vulture, vulture wings. wings. Yeah. I don't know what that is or whose jacket this is or whose cape that is, but are those green goblin pumpkins?
0: I would think so, yeah. And a motorcycle wheel that you don't get the full detail yeah, about what it is. Yeah, and like there's,
1: some, there's something else on the mantle that's like red and blue.
0: That's Iron Fist's Oh, that's shirt. Iron Fist. I don't know who this, who is, this is. red that jacket is. Carmen Sandiego's jacket.
1: I don't think it's Carmen Sandiego. Where in the world? And there's also, oh my God, there's a Hydra document in there.
0: There's a lot of details if you haven't taken a look. Oh yeah, dive do it. In. It's
1: like, where's Waldo up in here?
0: X-Men search and find.
1: It's very interesting. I could look at that for a while.
0: We have our meeting with our recorder drop to the Legacy House. right? We meet our old man leader. Old man in the chair. Intercut with our beach buds, Wolverine and Bannister, hanging out.
1: Celebrating their victory.
0: With the end reveal that they replaced all the information on the recorder With with
1: karaoke. Yeah. We're going karaoke night.
0: Johnny Cash lyrics. And they're not having it. No. They're about to shoot up Maverick. Which is sad. Yeah, it's sad, but also it's what you get. Sorry, Maverick. There's only one me. Well, not anymore. Mm, yikes. I really like this issue.
1: Yeah, I thought it was great.
0: A lot of cool connections that have been built up over time. And the overall rush feeling of action movies. I really love that. Wolverine has been killing it lately in my mind. I think this is four solid issues back to back to back yeah i almost want to go back and and check out the rest of the run to see how far i've been hyped on wolverine
1: oh those the things on the mantle one of them's an apocalypse tiki head (laughs) i was like well there's other shots let me just go back really quick and look at them what's the crack for the next issue
0: old mutant and the sea oh So I asked you my first question already. Oh. Do we really think Dolores is dead? No. I don't think so either. I feel like she's going
1: to be like, she's going to be integral in the uncovering of what's going down, I think.
0: What do you mean what's going down? Like Legacy House or Krakoa?
1: I think she is going to be like, hold up. These peeps shot me. So something. Yeah. Like she's. She clearly wasn't in on what Legacy House had going on. And right. I think that Legacy House thought that she was going to in somehow expose them or start helping and Jeff she was, and Mulverine. She was
0: there, too. She was at Legacy House at the auction.
1: Right, right. So I think they got spooked because she was talking to Jeff. So that's why they shot her. Hmm. And they are going to think that she was going to reveal something, so maybe she knows more, but now that she's been shot, I think she's going to flip and mm. be on the side of Krakoa.
0: I don't know. I I think she'll be a little bit more amicable with Krakoa, but I don't think that she's going to be... Uh, she's still the head of the U.S. ex-desk. You know, She's still against whatever Krakoa's got going on, but maybe she'll be a little more selective with her mercenary see, hires
1: i don't see the x desk necessarily as again i think there are parts of the x desk that are against what Krokoa has going on but i think that they are more their original establishment was meant more to be just a a catalog and an observation of the fact that there's a new nation and they need to be aware of what's going on with this new nation to prepare themselves in case of combative situations like I don't I don't know if it was originally created to take them down as much as it was to
0: oh I don't know about take them down but I don't think it's just as surveillance set the fact that they're planting found technology to record their conversations and, and regular drops of that, like they're spying on this nation. It, right, it's, but it's it's for more
1: surveillance purposes to get to know and, what they're up to and, because they feel like they have secrets. And if
0: they are up to something, weakness purposes. You know, it doesn't just end there. I don't think if they right. find some, something juicy, they're just like, oh, okay, we, we now know that they can do that.
1: Yes, I agree with you, but I just don't think that she comes from a place of I hate the mutants. Hmm. I think that she comes from a place of like it's my job to observe... Kirkoa the same way that it would be my job to observe Russia and suspect that Russia's up to something but that doesn't mean that I hate Russia and everyone involved in that if people were trying to I
0: don't know some of the some of the feelings that I've gotten and especially when she was surveilling Bannister and there was one issue in particular where she made some statement I I would have to pull it up to to see what I'm thinking of but was essentially turning on Bannister because of his connections to Wolverine. It just feels like she is out to prove them as evil, right? So whether or not it's just for watching her back, it's watching her back for suspicions to be confirmed.
1: All right. Well, we we'll, we shall see. We shall see. I, I mean, think, I think getting shot is a, is a way to change someone's mind about how they feel about what side they're actually on. Maybe. When the people you think are on your side shoot you
0: yeah but <laughs> but also he's a mercenary and he's not really a, like Maverick wasn't a ex-desk employee right
1: right. right. anyway enough of that
0: what, how does Wolverine feel about Maverick now at the end of the issue do you think that he's still not a friend or not an enemy he's yes. still kind of amicable
1: I think he's still It's I, I don't know if am, amicable is the right word I think it's uh,
0: he's hung up on him yeah,
1: no i i think he just it's like a neutral zone he doesn't is that what amicable means I thought amicable was like friendly it's more i think it's more having he a, is
0: what it is having a spirit of friendliness without serious disagreement or rancor
1: yeah i don't think i think there's definitely some points of serious disagreement
0: <laughs> <laughs> was this last question was this an x-force issue Or a Wolverine issue?
1: I think it was a Wolverine issue because though he popped in to see people who are related to X-Force, this particular story thread with him and the auction and Maverick has been a pretty Wolverine, a Wolverine storyline. So I think it was a Wolverine issue. I think really X-Force is just, X-Force is sometimes a beast story, sometimes a Wolverine story sometimes an x verse four story. But Wolverine is has guest stars in it. Yeah.
0: We talked about the trial of Hank McCoy on Grey Malkin Lane. Oh, yeah. Last weekend. That's coming up in a, a week or so. So and excited for that. We're really excited just about... Everyone was genuinely excited about just the level of complexity in the narrative of Beast's role. And, yeah. and whether you hate him because you miss the bouncing blue beast or you love him because you're a psychopath... Uh, <laughs> We That's respected nice. we respected the fact that this was a really interesting story that had been created to serve a necessary role and to give you someone to be really questioning.
1: Yeah. That was a really great conversation. Yeah. I think they said this coming Tuesday is when that would come out. Hmm. So cool. Gray Malcolm Lane podcast. Check that out. Check that
0: out. And now on to X-Men Five.
1: X-Men Five.
0: Ooh, this cover.
1: Ooh, doctors.
0: Days. It's creepy. It's beautiful. Okay,
1: I'll, I'm gonna say something. Yeah, it might be negative. Okay, you know, at the beginning of there were a few moments. I think it might have been in House of X, Powers of Ten, where we had some really great reflection in the helmet shots. Mm-hmm. And now we always have them. There is <laughs> one on the cover, and there is one inside the issue. The reflection and, on
0: the visor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I'm just like, okay. I get it. It is cool. It is cool.
0: I mean, it's a way to get a layered shot that is naturally occurring.
1: Y- yes. And I'm I'm just saying, don't do too much of a good thing because it's going to turn into not <laughs> as much of a good thing.
0: Don't make it to me, my X-Men. It, oh, <laughs> it,
1: it's already in here.
0: Hey, I laughed to at To me, that.
1: my feelings. That
0: was a good line.
1: I literally said, my God.
0: That was a fun line. Hey. Okay.
1: To each his own. To me, my opinions. (laughs) No, no, no. That's mine. Page turn noise. We're just diving straight up in it.
0: Yeah, with the Reavers. Jerry Dugan brought back this idea of the Reavers in Marauders. And I like the twist that he added. And I like what we're seeing here. The fact that we are bringing in something that is an active threat in the world, a new and active th- threat or a revitalized active threat. The fact that the Reaver has come from all the mercenaries or bad henchmen that oh, were right. attacked but not killed by various and X-Men like, missions. back with technology from mm-hmm. the Hellfire babies and and Madripoor. babies. I just picture every time I think about them I picture the Muppet babies. Yes, me too. But just m- but like Murdery murdery muppet babies i'm not crazy about the fact that everyone has power neutralizers yeah it's just everywhere you know it definitely helps create some difference of storytelling that you don't just have the mutants being all out powerful all the time but it just feels like everybody's got them yeah it does
1: but look at sunfire yeah last man standing last
0: man standing well and then you have your girl the the star of the issue the star of the issue hands down Polaris this gag of emotional reaction to what we think is her freaking out about Jean
1: but it's really because they spilled her coffee and broke her sunglasses yeah we are
0: <laughs> we are doubling down on coffee being a defining characteristic of Polaris
1: uh, yeah I mean, it is kind of a funny thing. It's a of, funny thing. Yeah. You know,
0: like it started
1: right just because the artist just wanted to do it. Yep, Pepe right?
0: just wanted to give some variants to her on that cover. And so he drew a her coffee, cup, a coffee in a, cup in her hand. And it has become this new thing <laughs> that she brings staple. a coffee on missions and needs to have it.
1: It's relatable. OK, some of us really thrive on coffee in our lives.
0: If you have a dance performance, do you bring a coffee with you? Yes, in the performance. This consider this consider this showtime.
1: No, not on stage. Right,
0: that's what I'm saying. You, she drops down from the from the proud star, Sipping holding a coffee. holding in her hand. Yeah. Get out of here! I yeah. love it. It's funny, but get yeah, out of no, here. I know, I know
1: it's not realistic, but anyway, she's gonna. I love the way she's. So you don't know what's happening. I didn't know what was happening exactly as you see wolverines start to have this like green glow at first oh. i was like oh wolverine's turning into a no, zombie and then I, I realized oh no polaris is just straight up animating yeah. wolverine right now
0: i i saw that these were the preview pages these three. oh yeah
1: i purposely didn't read those because they came with text on them yeah and i don't like knowing things before it's the time
0: the preview pages when they actually release preview pages do have text on them some preview art images oh. don't so uh what AIPT will release on X-Men Mondays those usually have the text bubbles removed Mm. but they'll give you two to three pages of preview text uh, preview like finished pages yeah this this glow and just the hunch it's awesome yeah
1: title page now you've done it
0: fearless chapter five don't piss off Polaris perfect title written by Jerry Dugan Art by Javier Pina and Zay Carlos. Color art by Eric Arseniega. And letters by Clayton Cowles. <laughs> see, <laughs> yeah, so so. Anyway.
1: <laughs> I just feel like I have to say it now. It's been an established it's thing. It's a new thing.
0: Hey, it's we're going back thing. in time. Back to the gala. To the gala and the Polaris vote. Some this... in depth exposition.
1: Listen, I understand that by the end of the issue, Polaris is fine with it. I just, I personally. Feel yeah. very. This is very Charles Xavier of you, Gene.
0: Yeah. So Polaris, I really am not okay with it. is. Gene is recognizing Polaris's words in her mind and hearing her say "just not me," and we see her change it to "just pick me." Just pick me, and and just seeing it on these two pages reads as really odd. That yeah. why would Gene manipulate someone to want to campaign for themselves? We do get some explanation later on. Does that completely? Free yeah, I, mean, her I, I, of... I
1: understand that Polaris is killing it on the X Men, and that
0: you know. And and to be fair, self doubt in her abilities to do things was a recurring theme in X Factor, mm-hmm. and so to have that carry through that is a nice nod.
1: Yeah, and but then if you think about, I understand that. It's working out for the better to have Polaris on this team and that Gene thought this was the right choice. But if you think about it in terms of a vote. Yeah. And there's all these mutants who are who are Thousands vying mutants, for right. the chance to be uh <clears throat> tempo on right, the X Men. Right, right. Um Who
0: actually wanted who to be
1: actually wanted to be. I mean, if you have someone who's saying
0: Please not me. Not me. Even even if it's their second thought, even You still
1: give the other people right. the chance. If they're
0: doubting themselves, if they're going back and forth. You've just You've just you forced her to step up. Muddied the vote, right? Tampering. I don't like it. Revote. We need a recount.
1: Captain Krakow, get him on the scene.
0: Yep. I I do like this last panel though, on this flashback sequence where they're all introduced. Yeah, that's nice. That was cool.
1: That's nice.
0: Polaris's response with the "Wait, what?" and "Oh God." Yeah. It feels like she didn't want this to happen.
1: No, she didn't. Maybe that's why she shows up with a coffee all the time. Because she's like,
0: I'm here. I'm just trying to. Yes,
1: I'm still doing this.
0: Trying to survive. Dr. Polaris.
1: Yes. Well, because she's been in school, right? That's been her thing. She's been in
0: school for her entire continuity. And recently it was said, I think in an issue of X-Men, that she finished her doctorate. She finished her thesis. Yes. Dr. Polaris. And this issue plays it up. The fact that she has finished her PhD. There's a couple of references.
1: Yeah. Well, we need to make it known.
0: Right. This Dr. I mean P. this is this is a a change in her overall character. This is a uh, development.
1: I feel like this issue was is very much like okay, Polaris has stepped up. She has been stepped up for a while, but in case you were sleeping on that fact, we're going to let you know. Yeah. She is strong, she is powerful, and she is a doctor. Yeah. These She's co- also smart.
0: Yeah. And these couple of pages I'm not going to pretend that I know what's going on here science-wise but it's a cool combination of her powers and her education. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a power reactor and it's having poisonous fuel that's really the only details that we get later on in the pages. Mm-hmm. But it's visually cool that she grabs she it gets it out with way. her magnetism powers and she lifts it and everybody's like wow that's visually awesome but deadly
1: and then she's like okay let me get rid of this real quick Rogue. help me
0: out little space slingshot with rogue and the proud star hey that's great and all but could you have thrown it a little further and to the left at the Orca station because i feel <laughs> like that would have been a great Ooh, idea yeah
1: you missed what you were aiming it for uh, they're hanging around around the sun you <laughs> could just throw it at them just toss it over to we Orcus, wouldn't care see what happens I would love it. That would be a great visual. Get Pepe in here. That's an explosion I
0: want to see. This was so random. These next two pages. So <laughs> these are, we got Dr. Stasis's creations in Central Park. This discount high evolutionary, evolutionary guard, which are they, is he cheating off his notes?
1: I don't know. I just think maybe.
0: That seemed to be what he was, yes, he's been establishing that in, I think, issue two. You have that weird lumbering almost tiger-like ape creature Mm -hmm. that is his assistant and then now you have these merged animal creatures with some humanoid characteristics as they're fighting it it just feels odd in connection to how recently we've seen the high evolutionary and his evolutionary guard the elephant.
1: yes that's true
0: vip of the issue
1: and well the seal dog i think it's also just a way to say hey, Dr. Stasis is always watching
0: yeah. yeah, and he's doing some big things. Yep. Is he trying to re- replicate the High Evolutionary? Is he trying to replace him? Is he just, are they working together? I don't think they're working together because of... I mean,
1: is there a direct reference to the High Evolutionary in here?
0: No, there's not a direct reference. I think it's he just, just
1: happens to...
0: Have seen his work and liked no, it?
1: No, no, I think that's just what he does. Like, this is how Captain Krakoa is going to come to be. This guy, he... he Creates weird, he genetically alters. He's got like a sinister vibe, and he, you mean that family that he was with, and like all those, that's just what he does. He's just like, let me see what happens if I put this and this together. Let me see if I, what happens if I put this and this together. And then he was like, all right, I put all these things together. Now I'm going to send them on the X Men and see how they work. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just who he is. I don't think he's trying to be the high evolutionary. Well,
0: side note, while I'm talking about him all this time, I did get my. Marvel Legends high evolutionary figure. I'm very excited. Yes, I'm not he sure did. he he's a Fantastic Four and Avengers villain primarily. But he's cool. But he had been in an X-Men comic, and I feel like he's coming back with just the concepts that we're getting right now. That's true. That's true. Seal Moranian. <laughs> the seal dog. Even, even him. Also, she has a PhD. And even the bad guys know about it. Which is funny. It's just funny, you know. Uh, doctor Polaris, I have to give. She did the work. I have, I have to, to give, give her the, the respect, you know.
1: Well, he's Doctor Stasis, right. so he knows.
0: And I'm sure, being a mad scientist doctor, some people will downplay your achievements.
1: Mm-hmm. You're not a doctor.
0: <laughs> just, just Laura freaking out about it. Are like, you serious? Are you, did
1: you just kill that dog? It's unnecessary, Polaris. The seal dog.
0: And now we get the next couple pages of puppet master Polaris. Reavers with their mention of Legacy House and the fact that they seem to be working for them. Yeah. This that was
1: This is why okay, so I think I think Dr. Stasis is connected to Legacy House. I feel like you wouldn't put those two things back to back on a page if you didn't want people to remember them together. And I think that the way that Legacy House wants to collect like they make it seem like the like Legacy House wants to collect the X Men like add them to well, the collection.
0: That was almost like an impromptu of the the Reavers. I don't know I don't know if we know what the Reavers mission was, whether it was just to create a distraction or to try to defeat the X Men and to see if they could. They were prepared for them. Like, oh talk yeah, about because that?
1: he says maybe we'll get a better offer. So maybe Doctor Stasis hired them to get the X Men and then they were like, oh, do you think Legacy House would give us more, more than Dr. Stasis would?
0: I, I'm not sure. I believe Legacy House is on Madripoor. I believe that that was, I'd have to double check those issues with the auction. And so that makes sense with the connection to the Reavers because they're the product being produced in and around that area. Mm-hmm. And it is it is interesting but they, to have Do them- they
1: say, then what does this panel say? Just because who who gave them the first offer? Or did we bagged not the say?
0: X-Men, boys. Maybe we can get a better deal than the one we got offered. Maybe Legacy House would pay us more. So they're working for Legacy House. There's no, no mention on these pages. What
1: I thought I took that as maybe if we go to Legacy House, we'd get more than we got for our original offer from someone else.
0: Oh, that's not what I thought. But maybe that is potential.
1: So that's why I was like, oh, maybe offers. Maybe Stasis offered them something, but they were like, "Oh, maybe we go to Legacy House and see what they'll offer us."
0: Yeah, I just don't know. Maybe, maybe Stasis is trying a different route where he's hi- like he's got his own creations and he hires out another team.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's all really kind of up in the air. It could have just been the phrasing of it to to be able to say the words Legacy House, so you knew
0: they right. were in in play. This is a an interesting take on mutant technology. This. Puppeting of, yes. <laughs> and and the amount of dexterity that Polaris has, yeah, with Wolverine's body, it's amazing. Like, look at look at that shot. I know, ripping up his head.
1: It's a it's incredible. It's incredible. It's the ripping out your adamantium to a whole different level, though. Yeah,
0: I do like the electromagnetic vision. So that yes, the, this, that
1: is so dope.
0: The Reaver takes out her vision, and she uses her powers to overcome not only this detriment but them as a whole
1: like oh you can't see fool i can still see you yeah and then it comes the line to "To me me, my my feelings
0: feelings. i I laughed i i didn't laugh i chuckled
1: i'm happy you had that moment (laughs) (laughs)
0: laura giving lorna crap about the dogs and the puppeteering yeah and and it seems to sit with her too this it's an interesting parallel. I thought the fact that Laura Wolverine and being puppeted to do things by Polaris and then Polaris's agency in decision-making in the X-Men vote Mm -hmm. from Jean.
1: That's interesting.
0: And, and Laura Wolverine and just the history of Wolverine and being manipulated by other people to do things that beyond their control, like of course that's going to sit with her in a wrong way. It's it's a trigger. Right. For Sure, random reminder that she and Everett need to talk,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, I know we need to talk about romance. So, so,
0: some of these things about romance, yeah. Some of these things it just feels like, oh, yeah, I got this thing in two issues, I'm just gonna make a just dialogue drop, drop this right now, for you just so, so you don't know. Forget that that's Leaving happening bread crumbs right you. yes very very like that's a very
1: obvious that's a full crumbs.
0: piece of bread that's not a breadcrumb <laughs> <laughs> That's just like a hey i got this loaf <laughs> i'm
1: gonna leave this loaf here
0: right here on the table and then we're gonna, we're gonna make sandwiches in two months make some sandwiches <laughs> oh man
1: i also love that polaris is like i'll take your fillings and i'll take your sunglasses yeah thank you goodbye because you're full. She's going to become the new Okay, so when Allison and I used to watch CSI all the time, we used to say, it's Horatio Kane and the sunglasses of justice. And that's what I'm getting right here in this panel. Mm. Polaris and the sunglasses of justice.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we start to roll out. But Gene and Polaris have their little moment talking about...
1: Well, I like that Gene says... Or Polaris says we need to talk, and like Gene goes to talk like telepathically, and Polaris is like, "No, no, no, we need to have a real conversation." With our
0: mouths.
1: Like, get out of my head for a second.
0: Yeah, because that's what's triggering me. Yeah, I feel like it's it's kind of wrapped up pretty quickly. Yeah, you know? yeah,
1: that's what kind of bothered me about it.
0: And and so to introduce because you, this point. We didn't know about it until this issue. Right. And so to introduce it and wrap it up within how many pages? You know, how yeah. many panels actually focus on this?
1: Yeah. Well, that's why I feel like it was meant to be a moment to tie into this this is a turning point for a Polaris yeah. issue. You know, we want to let you know that she was unsure about being on the X Men, but now she's sure about it. Yeah. And I understand that, but I think it could have been done with the sheer just the sheer actions of this issue that she and sunfire were the last two standing then sunfire goes down and then she handles this situation and that in itself is a moment for her to step up and really come into her role as a member of the x-men versus saying oh like literally saying she had her doubts but not so much anymore right um i just don't love that i don't I don't enjoy the manipulation. It seems kind of out of character for Gene, and
0: especially wanting people that want to be a part of it. It just—it feels like
1: I understand too. Gene saying, "Well, I heard you want it in your head." But even that, I
0: was, I was weighing options Even you know?
1: that I was like, that's very I think I said out loud at that
0: moment. That's very Charles Xavier, that's very
1: Charles Xavier of you. Well,
0: I mean, she was connected to everyone's mind, so they all let her in. Yeah, she wasn't eavesdropping. It was right. I heard the full conversation, not just what you were saying when I right. popped in. Right. But yeah, it is very questionable. But it, it makes for an interesting conversation about their relationship and, and Polaris's feelings going forward. Because, mm-hmm. yes, this was very much Polaris's X-Men issue, because that seems to be a trend where we get a focus on a particular character, whether or not we get the the goods, the details of their Hellfire Gala experience. Mm-hmm. we I think it's only really been Sunfire, Jean in issue four, and now Polaris. Yep. This data, page. this data page, which... It's a letter. Yeah. Interesting connection between them based on their time through X Factor and in X Factor and, mm-hmm. and further expansion in the letter about her feelings and really giving it space to...
1: An interesting point that you, what you understand here is that North Star wasn't even campaigning for themselves. Right. North Star was saying, "Not nah, I want Polaris to... like." Pushing for Polaris to be voted for. Well,
0: also, he was pushing for Polaris to be the leader of X Factor. Right, beginning. in the beginning. And, and but continuing
1: had, that push for right. you being, you know, you're more than you think you are. And just their relationship in the like, well, you know, maybe I appreciate you, but definitely you should go for it. Yeah. Next time around.
0: Our second data page, where are we going to have Thanksgiving. I really like this as an element, not only just to promote the idea that they're heroes, but to just foster goodwill in New York with their Mm -hmm. human neighbors.
1: We're going to give you some clothes if you need clothes. We're going to give you
0: food if you need food. Kokoa has bounty, and we share that with you. We're going to give you medicine
1: if you need medicine.
0: Yeah. You want to just hang out? That's cool.
1: Well, it's back to this idea that every issue of X-Men ends with a meal with the community.
0: Right. (laughs) right and sometimes they provide that meal
1: sometimes the community provides it sometimes they provide it right they're
0: with the people i don't know who would have given them a meal otherwise no but here we go this ben urich conversation as they walk (gasps) off
1: and i also love emma and gene and just the like it's funny how they think we don't know what's happening over there
0: you you think walking 10 feet away is gonna keep you a secret this bomb drops or or basically bomb drop preparations huge bomb drop yeah get your house in order because
1: you have you have a day
0: i've been writing this story and he doesn't know how but he recognizes the ramifications of what this could mean that mutants have solved death
1: and he uses the word dominion yeah which i think is Clearly going to tie into something else. If we've been talking about dominion for so much of this Krakoan
0: age, it doesn't just give you a nation; it gives you dominion. Have you been talking to Moira, Mister Yurik? Because she's the only one that knows what's going on with them. <sighs> I, I mean, dominion means something other than just ten planets connected together, and uh, sure,
1: right. But it's just a it's, it's a just very a deliberate
0: word, word right, choice. Right. Yes,
1: exactly and you know also just the whole like i know what's up it's not just you it's jumbo it's other people
0: nathan summers nathan
1: summers that Wham. who clearly is related to you so i'm going to be writing this article it's done so you have a day say something or not but it's coming out yep yikes
0: and and the fact that dr stasis is watching from above yeah and reading his body language and getting the proof. So if, if something happens to Ben where they do something to prevent the story, like he now has the proof, the fact oh, that he came. they wouldn't. I mean, that's my first question.
1: No. They're the good guys.
0: They're the good guys, yes. And they may have been thinking about this potentially happening.
1: What are they going to do to Ben? I
0: don't know. What would you think overall?
1: good stuff i mean i love polaris so excited to see her have some development in like how she uses her powers in her stance on the team always i think the art is really beautiful i did think the bouncing around between the different battles was a little bit confusing at first yeah the, um, the
0: stasis battle with his the, yeah it didn't feel necessary and it kind of just- i
1: think it was Really just to say he's always watching them. Right. He's, you know?
0: And he's got other things that he's pulling strings with. And it feel like it's going to set up his next yeah. appearance and really what he's working on. But it just felt it felt like two groups got solved in this issue. Mm-hmm. Even though the Reavers will probably come back and Dr. Stasis is always building new Yeah, Dr. Stasis is creations. always there. I really enjoyed this issue for the most part. And... That it was a great further development of the B plot. The B plot has always been the more interesting thing in my mind. Ben York discovering the story of Mutant yeah, Resurrections. Something. I don't know why I just felt a little lackluster after reading this issue. The main A plots are always resolved by the end of the issue, and it almost makes it feel inconsequential that you start, you introduce this thing, and by the end of the issue, it's going to be resolved. And I understand that, you know, the. Cordyceps Jones like he's still throwing heat mm-hmm. at Earth and so that's not really resolved it's just kind of the the mini battles we haven't gotten a boss battle yet.
1: Yeah, I think it's a format that is trying to take this idea that people get, you know, people don't always enjoy the slow build of a big narrative, right? That takes a really long time to get to the end result. So we're slow building Dr. Stasis and we're slow building ben Yurick and this reveal but we're gonna give you yes and we're but we're gonna give you an action sequence that is inconsequential essentially every issue so you get to see some action you get to have those fast moving pages you get to learn a little bit more about how their how their powers are interacting with each other so you get that like high-intensity section mm-hmm. while we're still building this thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy it. It just it feels almost, other than the Polaris development and the ben York stasis development, it feels a little disposable. Yeah. And I am definitely one of those people that enjoy, even if it's not a grand build, the last two arcs of Wolverine have been two-issue stories, mm-hmm. two or three-issue stories that really that's the kind of story that I, I like to dig into. Like, give me some teases about what's going to be resolved next issue. Flesh it out a little bit more.
1: Do you think there's any reasoning or thought behind this idea that maybe some people are only reading the X-Men title and some people want that? And I don't know if this is even accurate, what's about to come out of my mouth, but like the nostalgic, like villain of the week vibe where that it, that setup is kind of catering to the idea that maybe some people are just picking up X-Men because they just read that one title and so they have this thing building in the background but they also just get their like action packed moment that maybe. that could be
0: disposable. Yeah, maybe. I just don't know. You know, when was the last time that it was really this, you know, you get a villain of the week every so often and mm-hmm. then maybe you get like a two or three issue arc, right? And then you get you know, I you go back to to Claremont and and you think about Black Tom and Juggernaut were across a couple of issues at the beginning of the dark Phoenix, uh, the beginning of the Phoenix Saga. And so they had some depth to it you got a couple of character Wait, what? moments. What?
1: Black Tom and Juggernaut are like classically a duo? Yeah. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, we we talked about that in the I mean at least at the beginning of it that was in the Phoenix Saga where Professor X says, you all go on a mandatory vacation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go to Cassidy Keep oh, yeah. and Black Tom and Juggernaut. Yeah, they are a classic.
1: Oh, they th- are definitely in love. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I have some mixed feelings. I really enjoyed it. I like the art. I just I feel like I'm on edge about it.
1: You have to, un- you have to, I'm going to tell you something that you always tell me. You have to be okay with not everything means something. Some stuff is just for funsies. Don't tap your drink at me. Rabble, Make rabble, rabble, I take your words and I throw them back at you.
0: Hey, what's the Krakoan? What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Krakoa.
1: Oh, snap. He's coming. He's
0: coming. Next issue. Is that the response? Oh, yeah. You know, Cyclops is alive. Well, no, he's not. We got this other guy. He's Captain Krakoa. Oh. Because that's my first question. What is the mutant's reaction to Ben's proposition? Is it a mind wipe? Is it. A new identity for Cyclops? Is it a denial?
1: Well, how are they going to? What are they going to do? They're going to be like, they're going to make Cyclops die publicly and then change him into this other mutant, Captain Krakoa. Maybe. I would hate that. I would hate it too. I think I would just flip a table.
0: And you don't even like Cyclops.
1: It's not about Cyclops being dead. It's just about like a very bad cover-up.
0: So you because don't think-
1: that doesn't change the fact that he died all this time ago and then right. was alive and now. And was
0: not the only one. He may have been one of the few bodies that they actually recovered because he died on the station right. versus was ejected into space. It doesn't space. change
1: all the questions about Jumbo or whatever. It's just a stupid political
0: misdirect. Do you think there's anything else? Do they deny it? Do they mind-wipe Ben? Do they try to do... Something that is maybe a little less heroes of Krakoa?
1: I don't know what they're going to do. That's a great question, really. I feel there's going to have to be something that they do to... But I don't know if it's going to be to hide it. It might be an inevitable this is going to come out. Or maybe they're... Maybe Ben is brought to... But I just don't see Ben being swayed. No, he, he's, he's a journalist. He's a to, earned to, journalist. His job to tell the he truth. Is, and he is always sticking true to that. Um, he's not going he to... the never for a hero. The
0: parallel to the, the Kingpin story that he wrote. I think that was in issue two or three. Yeah. That was the big bomb drop at the end where... It like, it's What mean, did you do when you found out that the Kingpin was loaned super soldiers? I told the truth. Right. It's Tell like, it again, like that. That's, I
1: loved it. That's who he is. He tells the truth. So I just feel like
0: that's why I love the B plot story so much, is because it's just really. I
1: feel like I'm really upset now because I feel like that is what they're gonna do with Captain Krakoa,
0: <laughs> and
1: I'm like infuriated that that's the answer.
0: All right, next question then. <laughs> do we think we'll see Laura and Everett talk it out next issue, and how do you think that's gonna go?
1: I think it might be. Next issue or the issue after. Yeah. If next issue is Captain Krakoa, it might be too much for one issue to dive into all that. And two, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he's going to tell her everything. If there'll be some sort of link where Gene connects or he... You know, syncs with Jean to be able to show her everything. I just feel like if the two of them are going to have a conversation, it needs to involve her getting her memories of what happened in the vault back. And I think that is going to need dedication of more than just a side conversation in a larger issue. I think that should be, you know, have more of a focus of what the issue is or at least a few pages (laughs) of something. Yeah. I think the fans really want them to be together.
0: It's mixed, but I think
1: this fan really wants them to be together. <laughs> um, so I think I think they could definitely. I think they we will see them talk it out, and I think she will get some of that memory back. But I don't know if she's going to want to go back to how they were. Like, I don't know if she's going to be like, yes, Sink, now I love you.
0: Well, right, because she doesn't feel or have. she hasn't experienced all that. She's not living with those lifetimes of memories. Right,
1: but I'm saying even if if she was like, oh my God, my memories have been injected into my brain. Like, if she got them, I don't know. I don't know if she would it's act been, on that. It's
0: been a tease in the background for the last few issues. Yeah. A couple of issues, right? So when, when Jean and Sink were talking and then laura in the nightmare issue yeah that was right. her nightmare
1: so maybe it will be next issue
0: and then the direct reference
1: yes the i know he needs to talk
0: like hey yeah this is simmering in the background i'm starting a mutant war college
1: <laughs> oh my god you're when is he gonna see it people just
0: just do the thing just do it already what do you want for rogues character beat you have any you have any wishes because everybody's getting one you get a character beat. You get you a character, get a character beat, beat. You get a new identity.
1: Ah, what do I want for
0: Rogue? Because if it's just her getting mad at Remy, that's not, <laughs> that's not a character beat. No, no. That's just a Tuesday. It's just a Tuesday. That's a I Tuesday night poker game.
1: I don't have anything specific for what I want for Rogue. I do feel as though a lot of my experience with Rogue has been very surface level. I mean, I've obviously I've seen her some in the animated series. We won't talk about the movies because that's not real life. But like a little bit in Excalibur, I saw some character development for her with what she was doing when she she was like took on the gate and went through all of that and took on Apocalypse's powers. That was super dope. Maybe Rogue can just take on the powers of the entire team or something.
0: You know what I would like to see?
1: What would you like to see?
0: I would like to see the reveal of Destiny being on the council and being alive and the ramifications of what that means to Rogue. And I know that that Rogue and... So Mystique is Rogue's foster mom. Yes. Destiny and Mystique are...
1: So she's like her other mom? Yeah, they raised Rogue. I didn't know that.
0: They raised Rogue, essentially. There's comic shots of her being a younger child with them and...
1: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I just feel feel like like I don't know a lot about Rogue's history.
0: I just thought of that while we were talking. Yeah,
1: because we don't, we haven't.
0: And Hickman did tease that he had a full arc or beat that he wanted to include for Rogue in Inferno, but there wasn't enough real estate for that to happen.
1: Oh, so maybe it will happen in X Men.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Cool.
1: That'd be cool. But I think it would be dope if Rogue just, like, the whole team is passed out. Well, we don't need another. The whole team is passed out because that just happened. But something happens where Rogue needs to literally take on all of the powers of all of the team.
0: Right. Because Sync's been doing it the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Rogue is just a brawler now. She's the muscle. What you, do you think overall? Is it a doozy? The doozy, toozy? Mm, it's not a snoozy. It's not it's a, a snoozy, but it's, it's a, not a doozy. Is it a good Z? just a Tuesday. No, I don't know. All right.
1: It's comics.
0: Com- <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right.
0: Do you want to know what's coming next week? Yeah, I do. New Mutants, number 23. Ooh, nice. Marauders, number
1: 26. Yeah, baby. Trial of
0: Magneto, number four.
1: Ooh, pop, pop. I hope we get all of those.
0: I mean, I hope so, too, because you never know.
1: You never know.
0: And I... I'm not going to wait. So if, if it doesn't come in, then I'm just going to buy it online or I'm going to stop at another comic shop. Woo. Well I'm still going to buy my subscription. Don't worry, Rococos. I'm still going.
1: They're still coming. I'm still and by buying we, I mean Justin will still show it's, up.
0: It's four bucks. Get out of here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, until next time, old friend.
0: Charles, or should I say Gene? Yikes.
1: Thanks so much for joining us today on the x wife Podcast. Be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends.
0: The x wife Podcast is produced in Providence, Rhode Island by Alicia and Justin. Our music is by Kwan.